stop. The starting soon thing is happening, and we're live. You know, if you hit in stream on accident, you know, everything has to be reset. Try it. If you hit in stream, I will fly across the country. How will you know who did? I'm not right. Stop removing me. Oh my god. Never. <laughs> this is my show now. Hello everybody and welcome back to Out of Battery. Get the fuck out of here. Hello everybody and welcome back to Out of Battery Live. I'm your host, Penrose. It's so good to have everybody here. We got Sabar in the chat. Got not BATFE. We got Goonbeam. We got Johnny. Johnny, my dude, it is past your bedtime. You need to get some sleep, my man. All right. So we got a really good episode for you guys. Um, unfortunately, it is just me. Nobody else. You're stuck with me for the next uh, two hours. So Penrose Show is the spiciest show. That's right. Sabar. Penrose. So, uh. How y'all doing tonight? Cape, save me. Oh my god. I didn't read the message where you're like, don't enter the room. And I just like kept entering the room, being like, oh my god. Look at the fuck Who out. is removing me? Dude, what's up? Dude, should we just not let anyone else in and just have it be me and you, Penrose? Kick I out. Hoping, I was hoping Penrose would start showing off all his stuff. Like that he's spamming chat with all the time. Just two hours of what Penrose is designing. Yeah. I don't know if I can show that on stream. We might get kicked out for that one. Dude. Here we go. Here we go. Welcome to the show, boys. It's a lovely Saturday evening. We're chilling. January is almost over. Halfway through winter, I think, right? We gotta be. Come on. Oh. So, uh, we don't have like a real strong plan for this episode. I'm not gonna lie to you. But uh, we do have a plan for the next couple of episodes. And so, tonight we brought some people to just hang out with and chat. And uh, we will be talking about what the plan is for the next several episodes. Because I think it will be fun. So I'm going to bring on our buddies. Uh, welcome to the show. What's up? Meth, OA, and Psychic. What up? 
Mm, base kitchen mustard. <laughs> Did you know that Billy Bob Thornton, when he was married to Angelina Jolie, like they had to go to counseling a lot and Billy sex counseling and Billy Bob Thornton banged his fucking sex counseling therapist. Cheated on Angelina Jolie with his fucking own sex counseling therapist. What a fucking Chad. Hell yeah. Does that mean he won the therapy? Like the I guess. Yeah. <laughs> now, I feel like a hot take here. He seems kind of like an asshole, dude. I the little I've seen of him in interviews, he does not seem like a chill dude. So like, right. so Bad Santa, that was just him. He's an asshole. Yeah. He that's just usually Yeah. Puts candy corn in the uh in the better than thinking these actors are cool in real life and then they're really pricks. Uh, He's basically the Rob Pinkus of Santa costumes. (laughs) Well, I don't know if we're saying that. I am (laughs) fair enough. So what what is up with your tagline, Swarm? Why are you hating on geese? Oh, because they're the absolute worst fucking creatures in the world, and they have forgotten the very simple fact that man was made in God's image, not geese. So uh, we need to remind them of that. And honestly, I would uh, call for all of our followers to take immediate action. And if you have any geese in your near vicinity... Go find them, grab them by their stupid rope necks, and swing them into the ground <laughs> until they are dead. on a gaggle of geese, bud. I absolutely <laughs> did thrash one outside of a hospital I was working at at one point because it was attacking patients. Geese are the worst, man. They are. They're a shit creature. They do nothing but shit all over everything, and they serve no purpose. Much like my ex-wife. Hey. And are you okay? <laughs> we'll Do find we out. Somebody. <laughs> if we are, it's time to start sabotaging. Sort of like what I did to your eyebrow racer. Yep, <laughs> sabotage. <laughs> your eyebrows look great, bit plum. By the way, trying out plum. new stuff. Bit plum, you should tell the story because it's the funniest thing that has ever happened. Well, you can start with my career. correct pronouns, Kate. <laughs> There's no Cancel story. Kate. Cancel Kate. <laughs> there is no story. You, if you didn't want to tell the story, why is your your headline? Uh, Eyebrows. I have no control over the headline. <laughs> okay, oh, I maybe got my eyebrows a little close tonight. Not paying attention. Fabulous. But I was able to pencil them back in with a carpenter's pencil, so that's fucking manly. <laughs> For sure. Sharpie in there. That's, that's a no, plus. Is that real? Did you for real use a carpenter's pencil? You just saw it. (laughs) 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 That is for real. And I no longer look like the joke Cape keeps bringing up. It's true. With with the uh, the carpenter's pencil, you can't tell. 
See, that's make that's up act the companies don't want you to know. I left to that's go try to find a hat. Reason why and I was thinking, who wears a fucking hat over their eyebrows? Yeah. And I was like, I'll fucking pencil it in. And I had this on the table. When you get, get them tattooed on the eyebrow. Cape was there. Was there a, a, a picture, a headshot of uh, of Manly Man of, of Giga Chad uh, circulating recently? Was there something you wanted to show? Oh, yeah, there is this, which uh, Penrose I mean, has been mad at me lately because uh, I keep not opening Matrix. So wait, let me find where I put it. Here it is. Oh yeah, dude. This this is what Penrose made of me. Yes. That's amazingly accurate. Turn to the side, Cape. Look at the shirt. It's the same picture. So good. I like that. Tonight, there's another really special one out there that's floating around. Dude, the 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 special one is a lot. It's it's tough. (laughs) It's worth it. (laughs) Done. It's a lot. <laughs> Just go find it. So, Kate, do you, you actually have any, do you actually have any messages waiting on you right now in Element? Are there any? You have any backlog? Like a couple, a couple? seventeen thousand messages unread <laughs> in my Matrix account right now. Dude, I uh, I've been giving you. I've been giving your account out as a suicide hotline. I just want oh, you yeah, to know. Dude. I can tell because there there are a lot of new people asking for DMs. I'm like, what is happening? Yeah, I it always this happens every time I like go on vacation or something, and I get back and there are a couple thousand messages, and it causes me stress and anxiety. I'm like, I don't want to for it, Kate. Mark deal with this. And so I just man. keep not opening it. And it just gets worse and worse. Sure. And then at some point, Bitplum convinces me to hit Mark all red, and then we <laughs> move on. You know, that, that is the cycle. There's really nothing more masculine than simply ignoring a problem. Yeah, but yeah. if he doesn't yeah. mark all red, he's never going to come back. That's true. I'm just going to sit there panicking. You know, are all of our friends back from SHOT Show? Uh, Not yet. Not yet. What is it, like two weeks long or what? They've been gone fucking ten days. It's a Saturday after it ended, dude. Like they're enjoying <laughs> yeah, their uh, little it, vacation. Didn't it end like Thursday or something last time? Oh, well, you yeah, have to account for all the time it takes to get the hookers out of hotels. Yeah, it's a lot of uh, garbage bags once they're in pieces. Yeah. Oh, so Swarm okay. Cat, Ghost, Med, Ghost Med wanted me to tell you he said hi. That was important. Okay. If hey, you could tell can't, him, you can't shout out people unless they super chat. Okay. I know you're mm-hmm. new around here. Yeah, I gotta pay. My for man, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Dude, so Garrett is here. Garrett, are you guys back yet? Or oh, Mr. Snow says he just got home. Okay. So okay, so they're they're in transit. Look, it Middleton is still in transit, right? I think he has not gotten home yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It I looks like they were having right out with 3D arms. What was that? Was was Middleton the one that rode out with 3D arms? Hoffman and 3D arms rode out Hoffman there and together. Yeah. Okay, there we go. 
I feel like flew over in his airship. I heard the kill your local pedophile shirt was like the most popular booth at Shot Show. (laughs) It's a good shirt. You can still get them online, folks. Speaking of shirts, Swarm, what is yours? I want to know how to get them in bulk. If we get like (laughs) twenty five at a time, can we get a quantity (laughs) discount? Because I feel like if I take into the office, and I, I won't bring enough if I only bring like. 17 so i should bring 25 do you actually know i'm 17 dead serious i feel like if i brought about shirt. 25 shirts in to where i work of all the sizes to the next week the ladies would be sporting them the guys would be sporting them everybody would be sporting them i shit you not okay look you should do it i want to see this happen I don't believe you. Okay. I'm I'm throwing down, dude. Let's make let's it a bet. Let's get some let's get some shirts put together. Let's get this shit viral. Hmm. Whole countries wear it. Let's go do a kill your local pedophile shirt wear meetup. Uh the meetup should probably be at uh like Washington DC. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a little sandwich. A lot of people walking around real nervous. <laughs> All right, man, give me one of those shirts. <laughs> oh, Danny, what is uh, what's going on at the Texas border? Uh, a whole lot of shit. Choose your words very carefully. Yeah, I'd need to. Uh, the objective facts of it are. Texas governor decided to put up barriers uh, on the border. The Supreme Court's when? Mm -hmm. Uh, It's it's been a thing for a long ass time. They've been up, yeah. Why are they bringing up the... the, So why is this a problem? So Texas kicked out a state-owned park that federal dudes were using to in-process illegal immigrants and then they're holding them out of it and then the supreme court was like federal employees can cut razor wire if they need to but then greg abbott was like go fuck yourselves and that's kind of where we're at at the moment so from my understanding i heard the the um attorney general of texas speak and say that they've been instructed to fucking allow federal agents to come in and remove the razor wire and barriers they are that what's happening is is basically the federal government has instructed texas to start taking the fucking border down and nope. allow people to come in nope. no 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 nope. so opinion that i read on it from the order and that's where the media and headlines are running with stuff the Supreme Court only ruled that the federal government has the right to take down the razor wire if they choose. But they also by ruled by force. No, they just I believe have the they right to the take it down. And then they also said that Texas has the right to put it up. So we're in this giant circle jerk game there that they didn't. Right. They didn't order texas to do anything they didn't say texas was in violation violation or anything they didn't say that the federal government uh can force i texas believe we're about eight hours left or 12 hours left of this 24 hour or else deadline they've i given thought that texas. expired already mm. 
think I thought that expired. It should have expired yeah. yesterday. Yeah. Okay. From Not what I heard, it's a fucking stalemate. From what I heard, it got removed, and then they ended up putting it back up again after they left. So, okay. So, what's the problem? I mean, do what the federal government says. They know best. What's the problem? States don't have the right to fucking uh, stop the federal government from doing anything. Okay. States' rights. States' rights. Dude, if the federal government wants. 225,000 people to cross our border illegally every fucking month. Texas 305,000 in let December. Wow. I mean, they must know best for us. I think the American Civil War set the precedent that uh, states don't have rights. Let's stop pretending, guys. The can federal government can force you to do whatever they want. Can you imagine what it was yeah. like? For like the first, like the year, the two, three years up to before the Civil War actually became kinetic. Like, what did newspapers say? What did people talk about? What was it like before it actually went kinetic? We look back and read about it, and you can fucking study it in a week in class if you want. But when you were living it, I mean, it drug out for years before it actually went kinetic, and then it was kinetic for a long time. Well, and to your point, we read about it, but we read about the story that was told for us to read about, right? Well, it's the same big way we battle with. It was a lot easier to manipulate written media back then, um, you know, than we deal with today in modern. What you're media saying is the Civil War wasn't about slavery; it was about central banking. I'm just saying that what we learned about is not probably the whole story, but I'm not going to go deep in the weeds there. But yeah, the, the victors write the history, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a big part that I think often gets overlooked in history class is how towards the end, when the, the Union was getting their asses beat really badly by the Confederacy, um, how they had to draft the goblins into the war, that that just nobody talks about that. Yep. No, everyone overlooks the goblins. I mean, that's that's really, I mean, we went to... I mean, why did we have our first civil war in America? What was it? It was because people wanted slaves and other people didn't. I don't believe that for fucking sake. Shut up. Well, there was one group that thought that the slaves were going to be freed, and then the other one thought that they were going to dude, be nobody thought No, but whites did not start killing each other over that shit. I promise you there was more to this story than we're being told. Dude, I, it was like a Black Friday thing, you know. <laughs> they thought they were going to be free, dude. That's too soon, Kate. Too bad. Too, 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 too soon. Yeah. 100, 160 years is too soon, sir. Yeah. I'm from a couple, of, like right in the middle of a couple of Civil War battlefields. It's pretty interesting. <clears throat> when I was a kid, I went to go visit Gettysburg, and uh, there was a uh, monument at Gettysburg with stairs. And I was dumb and slipped down the stairs and broke my leg, and so I was injured on the battlefield at Gettysburg. God damn! <laughs> That's incredible. Wow. Shit. If you wow. can see me right now, I'm I'm saluting you, sir. Yeah. Wait till you're really for your old service. and tell that yeah. story. Somebody's gonna be like, dude, you're in like 170 years. How is that possible? <laughs> tell your grandkids that story. That's I had to fucking amend the Wikipedia article for the uh, the injuries yeah. and casualties. The oh, ambulance yeah, leaves with tape in it, and some guy starts carving his name into a into a wall. <laughs> yeah, right. Like fuck, add oh. another one. Immediately, yeah, immediately guy comes out with a chisel, like, oh, got another one. 
the was, the tour guide there. He wasn't a tour guide, but like whoever the official was at the park was like, walk it off. And uh, it, walking it off did not help. So, you know, <laughs> I do funny. think that's like a great move in general to tell kids to walk it off. Because in the case they haven't broken their leg, walk it off is a pretty powerful technique. Like a, a lot of the experience of pain is governed by your expectation of pain. True. And so I think you should tell kids, even if they're at risk of having broken their leg, to walk it off. Yeah, man. That's, even it, if they it, did break a, their leg, walk yeah. it off. As a father, if you have broken boys, their leg, I, you'll know. You'll know real quick. As a father of two boys, I can tell you the best thing to do when you see them becoming injured is turn your head away from them. That way you don't see, see it. That. They know you didn't see it. Yeah. And then and then they, they know they can't cry or be sad because you didn't see it. That's the that's a pro tip I'm just sharing with the, the, the listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, don't let me catch you crying, boy, or you ain't getting out of this hospital. Yeah. Sigma male <laughs> grind set. Ignore your kids. So Kate, Kate, did you get some type of service connection or, or something through the Confederate States Veterans Affairs? Or No, I didn't. Yeah. I, in fact, got a very large bill from the state of Maryland. For falling at Gettysburg and getting hurt. (laughs) Because we were staying outside of Pennsylvania. And so my parents were like, let's let's drive back to where the hotel is before we uh, go to the hospital. So Maryland, there you go. Oh. So I just no fact, Caper descended from Samuel Whitmore. <laughs> I uh, I had a really good time this week watching uh, um, Sebar's show. I don't know if anybody else saw it, but I thought that was really great. And then the first time I'd ever seen that, but I also got to see uh, Unseen Killers Gun Academy with V8. That was that was really great. So if anybody's watching and you haven't partaken of those, those are. Um, those are both great, great programs. I think if you like out of battery, you'll probably like those guys too. Hell yeah. Dude, before we continue, I wanted to comment on this. I, first of all, I do understand that Gettysburg is in Pennsylvania. (laughs) If you've been to that part of the country, the States are like this big. So you can drive across eight of them in a day. It's not a big deal. True. The, uh, you get to the other side of the country and suddenly it's like, oh my God, each state is like a 14 fucking hour drive to get across. Oh. You've been canceled already. I just checked Instagram. I just wanted you to know, Kate. It's too late. If you think I'm bad at checking Matrix, I have I've been on Instagram like three times in the past year. So even if I do get canceled on Instagram, I won't find out until nine months later. <laughs> I got an Amazon package. Diplom's <clears throat> getting raided. That was his code word. So, <laughs> uh, dude, we I would drag the camera with me. Come on, yeah, stream it. That's it. Come on, yeah. <laughs> so the somewhat serious thing that we wanted to talk about tonight at some point was. Uh, Over the next couple of weeks, we're planning on doing a series where we talk about 
reloading as it pertains to uh, to launchers and as it pertains to regular firearms. And uh, some of the people we have slated for that are here with us. Uh, we have Mr. OA in the bottom down there who uh, has got a very fancy camera set up so he can show you uh, how to oh, get away. Oh, yeah. DIY barrier to entry for smokeless uh, charges for your launchers is in the works. Uh, $17 pair of crimpers from Amazon and some custom dies. And you can crimp 38 special to run in your milk rounds or um some hybrid rounds some all printed rounds some stuff's in the works so that's i think pretty exciting oh yes mr snow jump on in here bud hold on i will share the link <clears throat> so my preliminary idea for the setup of the, the next couple of episodes was that we would do the first episode about launchers, since I think that is the thing that will be most immediately interesting to people. And then the, the next episode would be about uh, loading traditional rounds, like 30-06 or 9mm, and then the final episode in the, the three episode run would be about wildcatting stuff. So nukes. Nukes, sure. Um any unconventional rounds that you uh, are reload your uh I've got a link for depleted uranium casings in the chat. Hold on. I'm just kidding. Your 122 millimeter artillery rounds. It's technically a wildcat, right? Mr. Snow. Howdy. Hello. You look so much younger now that your beard is gone. Yes, I, I, I am... shaved off 10 years and added 10 pounds. Easily. It's it's the way it goes. I'm calling on Middleton to shave <laughs> off some of his beard, too. I'm already thinking about bringing some of my beard back. Seeing him as a 15-year-old kid. Oh, my God. We're about to, to do the mustache beard wars with Unseen. We will get him to shave his fucking beard off. I digress. <laughs> I know what he looks I mean, maybe some of his pictures are on social media, but I know what he looks like without a beard and bald. I just want, oh, I this, feel like he's the type that would like wax his fucking mustache. And I need oh, that. For sure. This I is, wish this is when Mr. Snow talk here. Is if, if Mr. Snow could just talk, I would be so happy. I'm here. I'm here. Um, reloading is a. Reloading is a dangerous thing to do on YouTube. They really, really frown upon that. But, you know, I, I would love to be part of that. I maybe do a little bit of series over on some of the other alternative platforms. Um, they have stand, a problem with reloading. YouTube does. Oh, yeah. No, if you show the process, if you're if they catch you doing it, um, they will <laughs> they'll strike that immediately. Oh, wow. Ooh. I disbelieve that we will be caught. That's my yeah, official. I mean, like if we get banned, it was wasn't meant to be. 
but we if we don't ride for so long and they won't do it so i, I feel still like think you're famous last words we were under the radar enough that you could probably still get away with it i think well, well hey let's find out oh we're gonna i like your attitude uh, but we can definitely, I mean, I, I can tell you some wild cat stuff. So fun, fun story along this vein is um, while I was at SHOT Show, I ran into ballistic high speed. Um, of course, Adam was the guy that got blown up by the rocket launcher. They got a uh, video of the year at the Gundy's, which was hosted Monday night, actually. Separate event from SHOT Show, but it was there. So that was kind of fun. I did not go. Um, but they want me to build a rifle for them. So I'm potentially going to be building a rifle for ballistic high speed um, that we're looking to achieve a rifle that'll do 5,000 feet per second. So we're going to get into some wildcat stuff Jesus. to get up to those speeds. <laughs> nice. So, but yeah, SHOT Show was a blast. Uh, the, the first two days are really about dealer showcase. So it's all about... It's not the full event, but it's just um, the show officially ran from Tuesday through Friday. It goes from about 8.30 in the morning to about 5 o'clock every evening. It's long days, uh, but the first two days are really focused on suppliers coming in and showing their wares. Like Coast Runner was there, MK Machine, KAK, you know, all the, all the guys were there. Uh, it was a really great time. Uh, then the rest of the time you're just dealing with vendors and uh, you know, you're, you're struggling and running around finding the patches that you really need to bring home the important patches. Nice. What was the uh, best piece of swag you got this year? That's a pretty good piece Dude, of swag. Getting wow. an LVPO. Oh man. Yeah. All right. Oh man. So the brand new, uh, the LPVOs just came out from Gideon, 1 to 10. Super excited to get that mounted up and uh, do some reviews on that. I'm super impressed by the glass. I think they're going to do well uh, at that price point. Uh, they're offering it at like $400 right now for a 1 to 10 LPVO with a really unique wow. reticle that uh, Mike designed. Uh, and I also may have brought home one of these. Ooh. Oh, yeah. So those will be, those will be fun. Mm. Badass. Is the LPVO going to be sacrificed at some point, similar to the uh, the other ones? Or are you keeping that one? Oh yeah, I don't know. I'm going to keep that one. So, yeah. Uh, somebody asked what this was. So this is the uh, the pull release trigger. So mm. uh, we're not allowed hey, to say. Hey, not allowed, well, I can say this because I don't work for them officially but uh this is a binary glock trigger drop in in gen 3 gen 4s uh franklin actually um trademarked the word binary trigger so nobody else can say binary trigger except for franklin yeah uh, so whatever. that's why you've got the uh the pull release drop in trigger so that'll be huh. a lot of or, fun or response triggers or whatever no did you meet any celebrities this year uh, I mean, I chatted with uh, Kyle Rittenhouse and Brandon Herrera. So we chatted with them for a little bit. I shook Donald Trump Jr.'s hand. John, Donald Trump Jr. was there. Uh, of course, Peace. ballistic high-speed guys. And yeah, there were, some, there were a bunch of celebrities that uh, they were celebrities, but I had no idea who they were. And I made that very clear that I had no idea who they were. That was fun. I enjoyed that. Um, but you know who I am, right? I mean, yeah, it's, it's, on, it's on my hat in case you, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm kind of a big deal. Um, yeah, I was like, actually oh, walking Mr. around. Snow, it's so good to see you. Who are you? Yeah, exactly. I, 
am I supposed to know who you are? Um, yeah. I was walking around the Las Vegas strip at one night and I accidentally got in somebody's shot. They were taking pictures and I right smacked out, just walked right into the frame. I felt bad about it. And I turned to him and go, don't worry. I'm mildly famous. Uh, and then just <laughs> walking. <laughs> so I'm going to make that awkward for him. You'll thank me later. That's right. Just look up the logo. Just do a reverse Google search. You, you'll find me. So, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm exhausted. Um, some, you know, like even last night was kind of weird because I was traveling with uh, Gideon Optics and JSE Supply. So I was helping out with them a lot. And, you know, so we had to pack up the booth on the last night. Well, they told us Freeman is the name of the company that does all the shipping and all the, the stuff like that. Freeman does the show all the logistics and they said well we'll have your cubes to be packed up somewhere between 11 p.m and 2 a.m we'll drop them on the show and you can come pack them up so we do the show all day show up at like 1 a.m pack up the stuff and i'm you know getting on a flight at 6 a.m and it was i'm tired well oh. it's a long day were there any booths of 3d printed guns there this year yes there was um, so Vanguard Arms. Know. Oh, Vanguard uh, Arms. So yeah, so Vanguard Arms was there. Uh, a, a, a name that many in this room will know. Uh, Werble was there. Um, Werble was there. Werble was there. Yeah. Wow. So Werble, what? Yeah. I told you we should have went. God damn it. Yeah. Well, he was there with the booth. Um, <laughs> oh you know, uh, so it's SK SKX Rifles is is the official kind of there with Vanguard Arms, and you know they mm. had the uh, they had the um, Zatara or Z Zava from the Brazilian guy. Can't remember his name. Zayarioka. Oh yeah, yeah. Zayarioka. We all know who we're talking about. Yeah. So he. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of his Parrot designs guy, were there. Right? Parrot he guy, was there, you. or yeah. they had no, no. His designs were there on okay. display, uh, trying to actually go into mass market for retail sale. Nice. Oh, I think three wow. D printing is really fascinating. That we've kind of. I think we've kind of achieved the goal of like killing gun control. Like we, we can make pistol caliber carbines. We can make rifles. We can make launchers, you know, so like Glocks are old hat. Now there's like nothing fancy coming out with Glocks. We, we got it done. Like it's done. Uh, so now I think yeah. you're going to start seeing a transition from, we've got all these designs. We've learned a lot. Now we're going to get them into, we're going to take these designs. A lot of the community has generated and start transitioning over into retail products being mass produced. I think we're right there at the beginning phase of that. So basically what you're saying is big corporations are going to take all the shit that you and I and us and our friends are making, and they're going to mass produce it and get rich off of our backs. You mean strike industries? We're just going to name, we're going to drop that name. Or? <laughs> I'll, I'll drop that name. Um, Don't you know yeah, they have so the all, patents? They have the patents. They have the trademarks. Um, I think it's super interesting. You know, all the stuff that the 3D gun printing gun community has been doing for the last two years, like the MP17, suddenly now it's a shot. Like that design is practically there at shot. And, and I think that's great because uh, just like, you know, the FMG9 from Magpul has been vaporware for years but so so we took that idea and we made our own version and now they're now you know turnabout's fair play they're doing it but they're going to be doing it for profit which is a very different animal they're going like this <laughs> so but i think it'll be good so i think we're seeing that that you know hey we 
we killed gun control. Um, now they're going to commercialize it, which I don't, I don't think is a bad thing until the cease and desist letters start start dropping. So we'll see how it goes. So you you would agree if I were to say something like, you know, gun cad has done more to eliminate gun control than maybe say most of the two A movements or the larger traditional two A groups have done. I will gladly say that GunCat has done more to defeat gun control than the NRA has ever done. Uh, I mean, that's like low-hanging fruit, making that comment. Uh, but, I haven't even been mainstream for but like two and a half, three years. Yeah. What, what do you think is the bar for defeating gun control? Because for it's me, like, I, I don't think gun control has been defeated. Like, the NFA being repealed is the bar. Okay, okay. So anyone can print machine guns at home. Fuck you. Tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, so I think gun control, so it depends on, I control think Kate, that. you're bringing up a really good point of what is that line for you as an individual? Is it the legal side of it saying that, you know, we're going to repeal the NFA and you can do whatever you want? Or, or is the death of gun control when you can go to the hardware store and make your own firearm at home and nobody can stop you? To me, that's more of what it means to be the death of gun control. The fact that I can go and and I can make a firearm, uh, and I, I I'm hastening back to you know earlier days like World War II with the 45 caliber Liberator, the single shot pistol that they airdropped all over Europe, mostly France, uh, with the intention of it's not a great gun, but anybody could pick up that gun and upgrade exactly you know the whole yeah. point of the liberator during loot world drop. war ii was the loot crate loot opportunity yeah um yeah and i think 3d printing um has done that uh i and but okay i think even there we may be giving 3d printing a little bit too much credit there because it's not to bring up sore subjects but we all can reference what happened Nobody Japan. was crying about conversion kits seven years ago. Yeah. No one. No yeah, one. Yeah, the Abe assassination makes it very clear. If you're willing to use a soldering iron and some pipes, you can kill someone. It'll be fine. You can do it in Japan, which is one of the most restrictive environments in the world. You don't need a 3D printer. No. So, I mean, I so think that's, I, that's part of it. I think part of the question is you really have to define what you mean uh, going to what you said, Mr. Snow, about you know, what what is gun control? Because I think if you were to ask the question, have we defeated gun control in the sense of the availability of firearms, if it's not defeated, I think we're, we're definitely headed in that direction. Um, I think the biggest issue right now is the mindset of people. Um, when I don't remember when Garrett told me this, but he said people are as free as they choose to be. And I think you still have a lot of people who, you know, you could, like you said, go to the hardware store, and make a machine gun. But how many people are going to do that knowing, you know, oh, if I ever get caught with this, my life's over. If right. this happens, you know, I don't want to get my, my house raided. I don't want to take on that risk. I, you know what I mean? So... I only mean in the sense that, you know, you can go door to door and take everybody's gun to tomorrow and you cannot stop someone who wants to go and print a gun the next day or build one themselves. See, so in, that, in that sense, I think gun control has been dead for 
forever, you know. Well, um, so much easier for the common, the dummies. Yeah, I think, but I think what gun, what gun cat has done, like last, like lackluster is, is putting out there, is the number of people that are like saying you can build your own firearm at home. They, we have brought that into the limelight. Yeah, you know, Agreed, you can right. do this. Um, and I think 3D printing was a scary enough technology beyond the polymer 80s that it became so it's become commonplace enough that people are fascinated. People still yeah. see 3D printed guns and think they're going to people are going to blow their hands off. So we're still <laughs> fighting that battle. Um, but I think it's so much better than it was two years ago, even. Right. Uh, I got to give credit where it's due. And, you know, sorry to be the guy that keeps pimping simping for is probably the better word uh and gun makers match that is such a powerful tool in yeah. that space and legitimizes you know what we're doing out here it's not a simping tool because if you start to tell people hey i you know i 3d print guns and they're like is that illegal that's illegal no and then you can talk about gun makers match because we have competitions that are for you know traditionally you couldn't go compete with a gun that you had built yourself and now here's an opportunity for that it's a way to inter- to tell people you know it's not illegal yeah and then i get to you know maybe throw out on an aside casually about being the the national gun makers match champion and and you know <laughs> about you know the second place orca something or other i don't know anything about that so <laughs> Uh, so but it was, I, go ahead i feel like proclaiming gun control is dead it's a bit premature like until this is not an issue where i it's until a hundred iq person can trivially make something equivalent to a nine millimeter at home i don't think gun control is dead fine but technically you could literally stack your apartment full of machine guns hundreds and hundreds and thousands of them and no one would know right like but you can't use them if you can't make ammo yourself control in the sense of making them in exist i guess you're you're right we do not have every hour over ammunition yet yeah it's it's well i mean it's it's a moving goalpost i think kind of like the term assault weapon it's all been evolving over time yeah, and and sure. you know i think it's a good question it just depends on where you're going to set that goal post i mean that's why defense distributed has that gravestone that headstone in the back of their shop declaring gun control is dead that one we There's, peed on yeah the one we peed on um well some of you peed on i did not partake because i'm not a child um <laughs> I got a challenge for you. Round up all the nine millimeter in the country too. When they take your guns and all the guns, make sure you get all them bullets too. Round them all up. I don't think that's possible. There's probably more of those than pins. I don't think gun control is like fully even a concept in the United States. Like, sure, guns can be controlled in the United States to some extent, but. Yeah, there's so much guns and so many guns and so much ammunition that, yeah, controlling guns in the United States is going to be an extraordinarily difficult problem forever, right? But the real question is now, okay, I live in Hong Kong. Yeah. Now, is gun control dead for me? Clearly not, right? Uh, like, well, I would say it is. I think Japan proved that. I guess uh, getting one shot off 
Well, it only takes one, that, obviously. I think that goes back to what I was saying about, you know, the, the gun control as a concept of you, the availability has been solved. It's do people, I don't want to say feel comfortable, but are people willing to take on the risk associated with owning a gun in any capacity? It, the option's there. Are you willing to step up and, and do that? So I think the question you're kind of dancing around, just to rephrase that, is how many Jay Starks are we going to have in the world? More or less, yeah. I mean, he was the guy. I mean, he was the guy that, that was in Germany and building 3D printed home firearms saying, you know, don't try. You know, he was living out. Don't tread on me. Freeman, don't ask permission. He's your guy. Um, I have always said I am not that guy. Uh, I am not a free man because I have people that rely on me and a family right. and I'm, I'm never going to be that guy. I am absolutely, as I was talking with the, which was, sorry, let me hop a trail real fast. Wait, I, got I to, just want to say that I respect you for saying that, Mr. Snow. I respect you very much more for saying, for recognizing and not sitting here and going, I'm fucking free as it gets. <laughs> No, I, I uh, how can I go fill out a 4473 ever and say that I'm a shall not comply guy? Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm going to fill out my 4473 and stand by that piece of garbage, um, I, I'm not going to I'm not going to shout from the rooftops that I'm a shall not comply guy. Commendable. So, but that doesn't mean that I'm not going to dance really cleverly within those lines and have that have some fun absolutely and i think pushing those boundaries and letting the world know the stuff we can do and normalizing the hobby even more you know there used to be i mean even as little as two years ago you know we, we would talk a lot about the normies and in negative connotation and you know things once again things like the gun makers match is trying to invite that into the space and say yeah, we want to normalize this. That's not a bad thing. I recently got a uh, different job, and I'll tell you, I've told more people I 3D print guns in the last three months than I probably have in the last four years. Most people are like, I mean, I work for a really good place. Most of them are just kind of like, okay, cool. I don't even care. I have not got a single, uh, that's illegal yet. So that's pretty good. So a good example is I was my wife picked me up from the airport. We're driving home and she was uh, volunteering at the school book fair and like the, the school guardian was there. And uh, she's like she was mentioning that I was out of town and it came up. Well, yeah, he's at shot show. And he's like, well, how in the world did this guy from our small town make it there? And he's like, well, he he's into guns. And that led into an interesting conversation of. Yeah, he 3D prints guns and he's a competition shooter in the 3D printing space. And it was just, you know, small town America. Here's this guy out there doing that stuff. It's fascinating. Oh, it's yeah, my husband's Mr. Snow. You might have heard of him. Yeah, I think yeah, she, I think I think him. he did end up following me on Instagram. Uh, so, no way. Yeah, that's awesome. So and it's also good in for us that, you know, hey, when my young child at your school starts talking about guns, go ahead and shut that down for me. And <laughs> Right. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> We're good. We're in a safe space. Um, yeah. <laughs> Very safe. <laughs> yeah. My, I think my kids used it to their advantage somewhat to like ward off some people. I don't think so. My dad's crazy and he has a lot of guns. <laughs> <laughs> 
I have a. Me, I'll call uh, my dad. I have a bobcat with a forestry attachment. There is nothing more frightening than that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have, be a fertilizer after that. You will never find the body, son. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I enjoyed. I thought the PSA shotguns kind of surprised me. I I, I like those way more than I thought I would. Um, the five seven thing that they're doing with the from PSA is feels way better it feels like well it was so the prototype from psa of the 5.7 mp7 at home was 3d printed it was it was all mjf hmm. so mjf so do you think that's down. gonna is that gonna open up like a so psa starts doing that and you're seeing more and more of that like eventually that's gonna help the ammo supply and pricing for that alone right i mean yeah that's still a pretty does it matter if 5.7 gets cheaper though is it that great of a, if it went down to like if it got as cheap as the rest would we be shooting it for its ballistics no no i, I don't know i've never shot it cheaper it's it's a Less soft shooter if you fucking shoot i like shooting it but it's expensive and i don't believe uh, it. Uh, i mean it's it's come down a ton you can get it around 56 around now you know 50 yeah. cents 60 cents around isn't horrendous but it it's was not, a dollar around when yeah. the p90 was in alpha Ugh. Yeah. Uh, then you're seeing things like some new round, newer rounds, like 30 super carries coming out. I mean, we got more rounds that we know what to do with. 8.6 blackout. It's, you know, there's more and more rounds that I don't think we necessarily need. I feel like the oh, 8.6 30 super carry. I love it. It's just been giga shield. Like, it's just the number of gun tubers that are like, by the way, you guys should start switching to 8.6 blackout. Uh, the same thing happened when 300 Blackout came out. True. Yeah. Yeah. There's an 80% yeah, there's star no, kit that's like, coming out that I really like. Um, there's only like one platform for 8.6 or something, isn't there? And it's like three, four thousand dollars or something. No. Q Fix is one of them, Q-fix. but like there is, I mean, yeah, the Qmix, the Boombox. So I, I was handling a 80% build 8.6 scar. That was really cool, actually. Ooh. But that's going to be a four thousand dollar build, even from an eighty yeah. percent perspective. Yeah. Um, so it's like I'm watching yeah, the that's review. Ten twenty two. Four grand. You're crazy. Yeah, that's cool. Good, good for those guys. Yeah. And I mean, eight point six only makes sense to me if you're going to suppress it. If you're, and yeah. So then there's a whole other nightmare to get into. It's only well, a nightmare. One, one today, you will get cans. to shoot it in two years when all your cannon shit comes in, then, huh? Yeah, the Hollow Sun had their separated thermal hybrid thing where they're putting the hybrid, the uh, thermal camera down like on the lower pick rail out in the yeah. front of the handgun, wow. and then having a hybrid optic that was wirelessly transmitting video. It shows like an outline of the thermal. Yeah. Cool concept, but I don't want it's it. Super cool. Uh, yeah. It's not a cool, cool concept. You know why it's not a cool concept? Because it's wirelessly video. Um, I'm sitting there with my hack RF and like that's not gonna work. Uh, I can turn that off right now. <laughs> so yeah, I feel like it, uh, you you could you could make that closed loop. It's a wireless signal. You can jam that. I don't care how encoded you make that, you fuzz out all that frequency band, things are not gonna work. 
and I know that's true because they couldn't get it to work at Shot Show because there's too much wireless interference based on all the Wi-Fi networks. Going over there with wire that fucker together. <laughs> so then you buy their other product that is hardwired, which is cooler, but still fifteen hundred dollars and only good out to about a hundred yards. Um, it's neat, but okay. The uh, the. Did any of the trends from last year seem like they were continuing? Like, did you see a huge number of printed suppressors there? So flow-through suppressors are kind of still the hotness uh, in that market that are coming out. And all the majority of the, the flow-through suppressors are all 3D-printed titanium. Okay. Um, I am seeing a lot of FDM rapid prototyping printing on the, on the show floor. That say, you know, hey, here's our prototype. It will be injection molded, like just like the PSA 5.7 thing. Yeah. You know, when it actually comes out, they're going to injection mold it, but they've got them all at Shot Show being displaying them in 3D printing. Okay. Did was PSA displaying the Jackal? Yep, it was there. Uh, so they had their their new the SR. So the one right there for not going. Is the SR one ten clone? They had the SG, the STG forty four there as mm -hmm. well. I mean, they had all that mm -hmm. stuff. Uh, they had okay. their scar. They displayed a new product at PSA that I thought was really interesting. That I think I think this is their line called. They're, they're releasing a new line called their Saber line, and they had a metal dagger. So it's going to be a, like a high end, fully metal dagger, like a competition uh, gun. Uh, they were they they didn't. They didn't look like competition guns to me, but they looked like just really like, like trying to compete almost with a staccato, you know, that kind of feel. Okay. Okay. Mm. Cause I don't, cause they're like Glock 19 format. And I don't think a lot of competition shooters want that size. Okay. Mm. 17 hour bust. Just me. Fact. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it was it was a good time, you know. Black Rambo. There was so yeah, there's a lot of you know big names out there. Uh, I did see a few people awesome. wearing the Kill Your Local Pedophile shirt. Mm. Yeah. So Gun Bunker was there, yeah. rocking the. Uh, I saw him actually in the Las Vegas airport as I was leaving this morning, having breakfast, wearing the Kill Your Local Pedophile shirt. Man, Hell yeah. So I was. Which I didn't. I didn't like uh, getting attention. Like anybody sad. you saw wearing it or what? Uh, so he was the only one <laughs> I saw that, that had it, and I think uh, it was Corey or Middleton had theirs on one day when they when they stopped by. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, I was Middleton was sharing some pictures with us, and I was like, man, regret for not going was really sinking in. It was good. Uh, you know, PSR got to, ran into him a couple times and said hello, and it was you know it was all good times. So. Yeah, even if we wouldn't have went just, I mean, to hang out with the friends, you know, fucked. we went last year going, oh, my God, we got to make so much content for the community. And, like, we we did so much of this work and all this crap. And then it was like, you know, okay, well, this isn't even, like, our jam here, like, putting out this kind of content that Shot provides. You know what I mean? We were so wore out from it. We were kind of like, this year. But. Yeah, and I, and I feel kind of bad to say this. So this is my second shot show and i'd been to some previously but like now i go and i'm like i want to see like five or six things and the rest of it's just some other guy at a gun show booth hawking their wares you know there's there's 
it's baffling to me that I, I don't know how many square foot of show there is. It's three different floors of the casino. It's obscene, uh, whatever it, the number is. Insane. Yeah. So let's see if we can we can Google that. Um, so shot show, good grief. Um, six hundred and thirty thousand square foot of material there. So six hundred and thirty thousand square foot of booths, and there's like five things that I find interesting. Yeah. <laughs> That's like going to a well, I mean, show. Being in GunCAD ruined me. I was into like buying guns before I got into GunCAD, so I was like getting all this cool shit. I had I was spending money on Gucci stuff, right? And then I got into GunCAD and I stopped that. Then it ruined me from like wanting to go buy real guns and real gun parts. And now I'm just kind of like in this place. Well, and that's, 100%. you know, that's once again, I think I am, I find myself now shifting. Like I'm looking at all the stuff coming out. I'm like, yeah, that's really neat. Um, I did get to meet with um, Ian McCullough. I got to hang out with him. He actually came by the booth and did a segment at um, Gideon Optics. So I got to pull up Ian and show him my Zip 22 and be like, well, I, this is the best thing ever. I don't know why yours is garbage. Um, <laughs> Zip 22 is amazing. Best gun ever. Uh, and then I showed him some 3D printed launchers. He said he would like to get into mm. 3D printing and firearms, but he didn't know or how. And I was like, oh, well, here's my card. Let's chat. So that, now that Danny's got regret. Look at his face. <laughs> I met him first. All right. I have no <laughs> regrets. You did meet him first. Uh, Daniel Defense is bringing back the Hudson 9 for some reason. I mean, that's cool, I guess. So, I mean, I think it's probably so that the federal agencies can issue it next year to the shooters. Yes. Yep. Could be. Um, I don't know why we need that, but it's great. <laughs> oh. Federal procurement. Uh, so one thing I wanted to go through, I saw there, I think Penrose has been dutifully storing comments and I realized we haven't responded to any of them. So I'm going to go through some of them really fast. Uh, how long before someone, not us, obviously starts 3D printing landmines? It's been done already. There yeah. are a bunch on DefCat. I I don't know why you would want a 3D printed landmine, but uh, it's archaic. They are a bunch on DefCat. Also, the question is kind of like farting. He who smelt it dealt it. Well, and I I've never seen well a a functional 3D printer. There's designs out there, but I don't. I've never seen one tested. You know, because don't don't post your felonies, folks. Um, so and, and I listen. I I'm not anti defcad, but keep in mind, a lot of that stuff's not tested. Um, I think it's a you view view defcad as a library. It's a they're they're the Library of Congress. They they've got a lot of stuff in there that's cataloged, and not everything is a home run. Just a reality. Yeah, drones are the answer for border patrol. <clears throat> um. Mortars, drones. Just grow fucking hundred yards of poison ivy. If you're not allergic to it, you're That's welcome. Very you're funny. Welcome to come across. <laughs> Suddenly, Americans as a group are all immune to poison ivy. Yeah, right. Two yeah. generations from now. Um, 
This one's interesting. Uh, I feel like we don't know anyone that uh, knows the answer to this, or else I would invite them onto the show very quickly. Uh, uh, that, no, that's been done. So there's a guy that's got. I mean, homemade black uh, smoke. Uh, homemade black powder is super simple. That recipe's on the internet. It's been there forever. It's only three ingredients that I'm not going to list off on your chat, and they're all very readily easy to make at home. Uh, yeah, you can basically do it with a rock if you really wanted to. You could you stack up some hay in your backyard and start peeing on the hay. Um, Charcoal, your, pea, garlic okay, powder. That's yeah. Let's okay. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to preserve your channel. I know you guys don't care as much as I do. Uh, I've already been kicked off once. It's not fun. Um, <laughs> you can't get us kicked off. You're not strong enough, Mister. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get 3D Print Journal in here. He'll get it done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. True. Too soon. As soon as Kate posts something, it'll cancel. <laughs> Just post it. Yeah. Instantly canceled. Um, yeah. So it's crazy. But but it was a, it was a good time. It's worth it. Uh, if you ever get the opportunity, go. It's not. Uh, so SHOT Show is a weird event. It is absolutely industry driven. It's about retailers and manufacturers getting together. It is. They really don't. The public is not open to SHOT Show. Uh, it's really about internal business. So I have a hard time seeing like uh, somebody asked in the chat whether or not some one of the 3D printed groups like DD or are we cool yet could could have a booth at SHOT Show. Essentially, the answer to that is no. Um there's a funny story to that, if you let me come right in. Uh, so when we were scheduled to go, DefCAD was actually going to do a booth, and we were going to participate as AWCY and, like, you know, try to show off everything. And um, Garrett asked a question, and because he asked a question, they said, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, you're not welcome here. No, thanks. And so then the booth was denied immediately just from asking. <laughs> Other yep. booths were there. Um, and like I'm sure if they would have asked questions too in advance, they also would have been canceled. Such um, as can, can was I our hit my vape pen? It was our favorite before. friend at Shot Show this year. Yes, uh Frytech was there. I actually didn't run into him. I did see him from afar once, but didn't we lost each other. You could smell his booth from over <laughs> on the other end of the casino, right? Um <laughs> I, the reggae he, section. He, he says he is coming to Maker's Match. So so Frytech will be at Maker's Match, she says. All right. So that'll be Probably fun. Probably getting to... hotel, I'd imagine. <laughs> <laughs> What's yeah. wrong with our accoutrement? Well, I mean, I'm not getting into that. I ain't waiting. <laughs> Welcome, Matt. <laughs> I don't know if we have enough uh, outlets to keep his iPad charged while he's watching Cocomelon. Uh, so got to chat with Ooh. the ATF a little bit on the 80% area and, uh, all, you know, dude, it's, it's, I, it's so weird. The rules keep changing, but nobody's actually telling what anybody the rules are. Um, but you know, essentially right now the ATF is kind of saying the only thing we care about is the sear. We want the sear pocket to be solid, no sear hole. But if you want to sell a flat for an AK with all the holes drilled except for the sear pin, that's fine. Oh, but you can't. You also can't include a jig. So if this company over here is making a jig, as long as it's not you as a maker, and you make the flat and you don't have the sear pin hold, that's fine. That's We're going to prove it. It's going to be good. So I think there's a 
80 percent will be coming back into the market space more but in a different form and factor um, so you you cannot sell the jig independent of the undrilled frame or so lower. one single company can't like have two branches one selling the jig one selling because that's like they're going to rico you basically yeah. that's kind of okay. the theory uh, and that's in the atf documentation that they'll they'll charge you the rico act uh based on a old stin tube case that they did that's mm. their philosophy on that but uh okay. yeah so i think you're going to see that uh i i can quote um yeah, I think I'm okay to do this. I can quote a person from the ATF that told a gentleman, I'm so sorry to be intentionally vague here, guys. Um, you release it and let the internet figure it out. Wow. So you got an 80% yeah. design. We don't want you to sell a jig, but you just go ahead and release it and then let the internet figure out the rest. Hmm. And I thought that was... So uh, I amazing. guess then that implies... Uh, that it might even be a problem to work with another company to give them your CAD and say, Hey, this is what you would need to do for the jig winky face. Like that's even a bridge too far inviting getting recode. I, to me personally, not being a lawyer, this is not legal advice, yada, yada, yada. Um, I think so. Yeah. I, I, I think if you're going to do that, you want to remain as independent as possible. Um, let's say you want to release a design for a 3d printed p80 jig i don't know who would do something like that um you know yeah i think you need to do that and not like be talking with that manufacturer and say hey look at me look what i did be proud of yeah. me no i don't i'm i don't know who you are i just made this thing and it's out there okay so mm. which will just further the 3d commit the 3d printing communities impact if that if that ends up being the way they interpret their new rule what is right? it how is it it's said just, is it prohibition drives innovation right yeah right so and if so, a, if a company produces an 80 percent and then those files happen to get leaked onto the internet you know right. hey it's nobody's fault right I, I don't i mean i think that's part of it or legitimately i think you'll see people firing up entire entire businesses surrounded just by jigs i think that's coming sure. unless they realize this is really dumb and you know i don't know we'll see what happens i think the atf is in a battle within itself uh, which is nothing new um you've got the the top guys that want to see one thing then there's people that actually have an understanding of this space and how firearms work and they're like that's dumb um but that's what you want to do and all you know, many of us have bosses that we look at them and say, Why are you the boss? How, what are you doing? Um, and they write our check and we shut up and keep working. Yeah. So, I mean, I that same level of stuff happens at the ATF too. There's, yeah, it's wild. That's the government. So they'll fuck up. Listen, if you work at the ATF and you're unhappy with fucking violating our constitutional rights, I will teach you how to plumb. I'll pay you your current wages right now. I will show you a trade, a better way. Yeah, I think there's a battle that's really interesting of people that would love to change things from the inside and just get really disheartened. Those guys exist. Uh, I got to talk to a couple of them at the ATF booths that were like, yeah, I know. 
you know that, changing that... things from the inside is not real like oh, i knew this chick who is an anarcho syndicalist who like went to go work for goldman sachs you can imagine how that played out <laughs> but you do see examples of change from the inside that do get results like mr dorner's example so you just there's there's options out there it's it's I think it's I think that's the rare case, but I it does happen. Change does happen. Cultural change happens. Um all those things. I would like to know if there is actually any kind of mentality that's like, I want to join the ATF because I'm gonna take guns off the street. Like that can't be real. I can point you towards a great movie from from nineteen ninety nine called ATF. It's a excellent movie um that, that has that character. Um so. all right well i've been traveling all day so i'm gonna get going for tonight but i thank you for letting me hop on and crash your party a little bit thanks for telling us about shot looking forward to your content mr snow yeah um yeah a lot more i got to meet with uh the ceo of clear ballistics gel um and he got really excited when i was showing him my stuff and so more of that's coming um, oh, yeah. There may have been a discussion about them actually sending me an entire bust to shoot with a cannon. Woohoo! Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very nice. On that topic, me and you, Mr. Snow, need to get together for some high speed launcher stuff. Uh, so, Maker's Match would be a great opportunity for that. I was thinking that as well, but I didn't want to cold call you on it, but you're here, so I'm cornering you in front of everybody. That seems fair. I would do that. Yeah. Uh, uh, right. So where's Maker's Match at again, and how far away from it are we? So Maker's Match this year is going to be April 27th in Monroeville, PA. Again, it's the same spot it was last year. Um, I don't, you know, so I don't have any of the details on gamer houses and stuff like that, but it's going to be a good time. Same time, right? April 20th. April 27th, I think. Yep. So you can go to, we can say links uh, to my knowledge on YouTube, we just can't post the links. Uh, we can't name the links by name, but gunmakersmatch.com has all the details. Uh, if you want to sign up or figure out if you can schedule it, gunmakersmatch.com. Uh, we'll do a gamer's house, but I promise it's going to be a fucking hour drive this time from house to the range. I fucking promise. We also probably are not welcome back at the last place. So maybe not. That was a good time, though. I enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. I, as much as I love the defuse situations, I'd like to have one go over without one. I will not stay in downtown Pittsburgh again. That's what I did last time. That was that was a mistake. Oh, that's a yeah, it's a bad idea. Yeah. So, all right, guys. Thanks. Cheers. Ask more questions. Uh, so, if anybody has questions about shot three D printed stuff. Uh, leave a comment on this video and uh, we'll try to get some responses for that stuff. You got, you know, any of that stuff and I'll always be here to help when I can. You know, Hell, yeah. Mr. Snow is on Instagram and if you don't, you're doing it wrong. Uh, Instagram and Twitter are kind of my primary places I'm posting these days. Uh, I think Twitter as much as I, or X, that's never going to happen. Um, X is, I think, the, the freest place for our content currently on the internet. As much Bizarre. as I love Rumble, Love Rumble and um, Odyssey. It's a wasteland of 30 people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Terrible user interface, and there's just no one there. Yeah. So uh, there, I, 
something seems to be happening at Instagram. Um, I don't, I, I need to look deeper into it, but I had like four, four videos get re-uploaded from like a year ago. Like Instagram said, Hey, we reviewed these finally, and we've reposted them out of nowhere. And several of my compatriots on the Instagram side that were demonetized were remonetized this week. Oh. Um, so mm. I something something something's going on. I think at Instagram. Hmm. I don't know if Zuckerberg is suddenly more pro two A because uh, he did buy a gun. I guess. So no, it's because he got his bunker complete, and now he says, "Fuck it." <laughs> As he silently buys. Literally bought acres. the entire fucking island of Kauai, right? Like it's Kauai or Lanai. He owns one entire fucking island of Hawaii at this point. And then apparently there's like a gigant. He's built a bunker into it. So he's literally James Bond villain. What, he bought Epstein's Island? Uh, nope. No, he, nope. he bought one of the islands about five, ten years ago maybe, but he literally owns the entire fucking island. I've it's never been to Epstein's to, Island, but I've been near it. it. <laughs> I've seen the I've seen Epstein's blue house thing from the coast on the ocean. You know you're not making a change at the ATF when they send you to a party at Epstein Island. Yeah. So never been, but I've been close. So Mr. Snow secretly acknowledging that he took all of the drone footage of Epstein's Island. (laughs) Well, those two guys, those two guys snuck on to Epstein Island. Luke Kardowski. I'm uh, sorry for stopping you from leaving. No, you're good. But that's bringing me into a second topic. I think GunCAD. I love (laughs) GunCAD. It's awesome. But I'm definitely moving towards fifth gen stuff with the drones, unmanned vehicle, unmanned aerial vehicle flight. Signal jamming, the LoRa communication stuff, meshtastic. Mm. I am diving into. Where that you hanging out, doing preview. all that stuff? There's some like new groups and shit we can join, or what? Um, I think they're forming. Uh, so you know, Kron kind of has a Discord that he's calling the Syndicate Group. That is really about a bunch of hackers and signal generation guys. And I think it's a you know, um, Axon is on there. He's the one that did like the Nemo for the little ESP32 M5 sticks. Yes, I recognize that everything I just said was a foreign language to most of you. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, so I think there's some cool stuff going on. I mean, I was walking around with my little M5 stick in my name badge, um, showing people like that kind of stuff. And I will say that my time in Vegas, no Tesla charging port was safe. <laughs> mm. <laughs> just uh, for those of you that are aware of the of a product called the flipper zero it on the sub gigahertz band you might so you might allegedly is, is that they're gonna crash all the teslas and they're gonna clog the highways with fucking teslas well the uh so the the charging port on the teslas that open is not a secure communication wirelessly so if you have the code you will open all of them the entire parking lot and structure you will see every charging port on a tesla swing out and open Nice. That's it's awesome. A lot of comments. And then you can here. siphon their battery. The mesh tastic stuff seems to be taking off pretty quick across the internet here. I guess um, I, 
there's a couple channels popping up showing people how to build some little lore radios there's quite a few people um in the comments here talking about mesh tastic and laura i wonder if there's a need to put together a couple of rooms to discuss this stuff you know i'm watching some of these guys on youtube talk about mesh tastic and they're doing great jobs uh teaching the basics of this stuff but they don't fucking know shit about 3d printing and cad and they're they're recommending a bunch of amazon products and like spend your money and it's like whoa let's mesh these guys we need some 3d printers uh you don't need to spend all this money on amazon you know so well it and i to be like a new fad i personally love the i would love to see a, a mesh tastic group um and getting into internet tunneling to be able to connect all these suckers and i don't think we're going to be pro- i i would i would wager within a year's time we will be having these conversations over a Laura chat room. We will have our yeah. own. Yeah. Um, um, you know, for, for a lot of us that get into this, we're going to have our own network. You know, we're going to have our base stations, our Laura base stations in our home, the tunnel through the internet, connect up with others. And we, we could have a national Laura mesh network pretty gosh darn fast. Dude, right after that, it's the three seashells. <laughs> <laughs> so... That's 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 development for 2026 is what you're telling me. Three seashells, yeah. 2026 dev. Gotcha. <coughs> All the young kids in the chat don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Demolition but, uh, man. They wiped their butts with three seashells. They yeah, mentioned great. it all the time in the movie, but they never revealed how you wiped your butt with the seashells. Great classic <laughs> movie by Sylvester Stallone, me. Demolition Man. But this little guy has been a lot of fun. Um, is that the Avada? No, so this is a Cinewoop. So this is actually open architecture on a Speedy B uh, that looks the which, same uh, form factor as the Avada. Okay, so which frame is that? Uh, it's a Cinewoop frame. Does Cinewoop. that one blow up if you crash it into someone? Uh, not yet. No, prop guards. You can see all the prop guards and all that kind of stuff. This it's I mean, designed to fly indoors or around clients for photography. I I kind of regret going with the uh, the DJI camera system. Um, yeah, talk about I think I. Source. Yeah, I wish I would have went with the. Uh, was it the HD Zero? No, walks now. I I know. So there's one that's genuinely now open source, and I think it's HD Zero. Like it just came out. You don't got some of these, Mister Snow. Uh, so that's it the dominator. When are Walks you down. so into this? What the fuck, Diplom? I'm going to turn you guys on into my goggles. <laughs> this just suddenly became. He's got like, the DJI. Are those the, the goggles or the V2 goggles? Uh, these are the, the goggles too. So. So these have, uh, from a wireless frequency side, these have got a, like roughly, I think they're, I think they're line of sight, like over a kilometer of digital video. Um, so it's, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. The, yeah. uh, the limitations on digital right now are about four kilometers. Uh, supposedly walk snails saying that they're going to release something that'll get you about 20 kilometers on video transmission in August um you know aside from goggles goggles are kind of an extra step i just want to point out that goggles are like viewing on a screen with an extra step and you can get a pair of like oled sunglasses right that have the dude and you can do the same thing and it's just a pair of sunglasses so what the fuck is a kilometer kilometer (laughs) (laughs) it's a good question i don't even know what the fuck that is not very far it's about that far 
It's like that a be, maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. Is that a million That's millimeters? Is that what that is? Oh, yeah, I know that. Yeah. That's easy. No, it's pretty much right. I think it's I think it's a million. I think one million millimeters is a kilometer. So you can you can put that in your scale. I got that. Yeah, that's like to the grocery store. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> well, I tried to fly drones, but I wasn't any good at it. So I was like, fuck it, I'll do planes. They fly themselves. So uh, wait a minute, I'm, I'm doing math here for for mathematics. That would that would be something he would times a thousand. Well, I, I think the important math that to really put it in something that he would understand is that one oh. kilometer is twenty five thousand forty millimeter rounds. <laughs> so we take yeah. if we take twenty five thousand forty mils, we get one kilometer. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm right on that. I figured I that's that. that's. Wanted to put yeah. that out there just for you. <laughs> that's that's math, math. Math, had, math, had, math. Had to do that math real fast. All right. I for the somewhere. third attempt, I'll see you guys later. I think that you can achieve some of this stuff, but I think you would need some pretty serious amplifiers. And one thing that I do understand about drones is, is once you're putting out a certain amount of power off of any transmitter, you're going to need a ham license. You to get above what is it a watt, and you need to be licensed to broadcast anything over one watt of power. Look at that. So where is all this like drone shit coming from? Like, are you guys just all watching in the, the comments? Are you not reading the comments? No, Wait. I'm looking at. But like, I feel like nobody was into drones fucking six months. Well, ago. Mr. Snow he was... said he had just gotten into drones and stuff. But is it just like people are like watching Ukraine war footage and are like, I'm going to get no, into it's all drones old. now. I'm sick and tired of watching the Ukraine shit. It's old news, man. So I think it's yeah. a, so I was talking to Swarm when we were at uh, Copper's place a couple months ago. It's like a progression where the, the all hobbies can be cyclical for anyone, right? But they also can be somewhat related. And it was interesting because he brought out some of his drones and there was a lot of 3D printed components. So it was like, I got into 3D printing for guns. And I'm not trying to speak for him. I know he had to leave, but um, it ended up being a related field. And then he also kind of alluded, like, ironically enough, it's even more regulated than the 3D gun world is, than mm -hmm. the gun community as, as a whole is regulation wise. Because the FFA and things that are flying in the air and the licensing and the things that you can and can't do with all that stuff. But it was just interesting mm -hmm. that he was able to kind of segue into a, uh, a still a 3D printed related hobby, but not necessarily guns. Uh, mm -hmm. And so there's still some relation there. Uh, it, it was interesting to listen to him talk about it. And, and like any hobby, he don't know shit. Well, I, I don't. I don't know about that. I don't know shit about it. But I'll tell you was, one thing, though. Uh, moving from one hobby to another that involves three D printing materials change. Uh, drone guys use TPU like fucking a hundred percent. They don't they really give a shit about fucking because they want it to bounce if it lands and hits. Yep. And TPU like is so goddamn tough; it isn't even funny. They are TPU yeah. printers, man. They don't know nothing about PLA or PLA plus. I got a friend that has a business that does uh, drone parts, and 
he doesn't even know what the hell PLA is. Yeah, it's all TPU, right? He's like, what the fuck is that crap? <laughs> He's a real gruff dude. You don't even know what the fuck that is. <laughs> yeah, Wait, yeah. This is absolutely correct. It all touches fingers, right? It's like, it is. You know, we can all only print so many goddamn guns. and Not all of us are fucking designers. And there's only so many Glocks that are cool and shit, right? You know what I mean? So we got to spill over into some other stuff eventually. And I guess it's just fad chasing. And we are, nonetheless, we're the fucking herd. Whether we want to admit it or not. Hmm. Well, and, and you can get burnt out on anything. Like, yeah. we've we've seen... We've seen devs and testers come and go over the last three years. Yeah. Um, and so anybody needs, everybody needs a break, right? You can't do the same thing over and over mm. um, constantly. And it takes a little know. bit. I don't know. To, you got to see who's sitting here talking right now. I've been doing launchers basically exclusively. Uh I guess it's yeah, but see, you always end up with a goal in front of yourself. And so you always are working towards something. Right. And just, yeah. and I mean, like for me, some of my goals and what I'm doing have changed. And so like just my involvement in like, I don't really beta test in the groups anymore because I just I fucking have found myself not doing that. I don't have too many opportunities to shoot, but like, I'm still here and I'm kind of doing other stuff. I'm, kind of learning the Laura stuff and I'm learning, trying to learn how to do some coding and just little bullshit that other stuff that I have skipped because I was just doing so much printing and printing and printing. Yeah. And I think that's, um, I think that's a natural progression for guys that have been in it for a long time. Like I can, I can safely say the three of us four of you know, we've all been in the gun cat world now for, Shit, some of us almost four years. We're like, in it forever, baby. Long time. It doesn't mean you're out of it, but myself included. Like you, you have to. I think that's why I'm in launcher world now because the gun side is like you said, like the glocks and everything like that. They're still fine. Like every once in a while, I'll find a new frame that somebody will put out there. I'm like, eh, I'll print that. You got ten glocks on a shelf. You got a thousand glocks on a shelf. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's still fun from that side of it. But, um, yeah, to get into something different that revives some of that, um, uh, that creative juices and stuff like that. I mean, or, or a, a, a side step from something like the, the DIY loading for me being new to the launcher scene and having seen a need for like a, an intermediate way to bounce into something that could be useful for everybody. That'll be interesting. But once that phase is over, what's next? You know, who knows? Mm -hmm. Mess into the 40 millimeter stuff. Gorgeous fucking barrels. And and he it'll be really interesting to listen to him talk about his process for the manufacturing of those because it's it's work, right? Like it's a oh that's yeah. work to I make it. those. I have uh, at least five hours in each one. You know, each one gets five hours of personal time with me before I'm happy with it. And I could easily cut that down if I didn't give a shit what it looked like. You know, if I, I was like, I don't want it to be pretty. I don't want it to have a polished finish and like a touch mark and all that stuff. I could cut that out and save time, but that's not how I function. You know, 
I wanted to. I be, saw uh, your barrel you sent to uh, someone who I won't say who because I don't know. Me. Okay, I just want to make me. sure you are okay acknowledging you have this barrel. It it's is okay one of the most beautiful okay to have a barrel. I've, yep. I've ever seen. It, it is amazing. Mm -hmm. It's absolutely amazing. Like even if it always just only his set up logo on that dude, it's it is gorgeous. That right there is the it's money shot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, dude. Holy fuck. You really make that into a, a piece of artwork. Thank you. That, it's you know, incredible. We're going to have to set up some kind of like domestics uh, thing where I can have visitation. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll bring it with you. Make it match. I miss it desperately. <laughs> do, do you number each one so you can be like, hey, how's number five doing? Johnny, number five. Yeah. How's you? <laughs> what happened to Monday? No, I, I really dig the 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 intermediate level loading you're doing. Um, I tried that before I was doing the milk stuff. Um, I was trying all kinds of different blanks and different shit like that, stuffing them with wax and whatever. And I would just get this little bloop out the end, and uh, I just I knew I had to move past it because I I don't know. I tried it so many times. I was just like, "Screw it! I'm, I'm, I'm just going big," and mm -hmm. I mean, it worked that way. But then I, I never circled back um, with what I learned. And luckily, you picked it up, and that's what I've been hoping for for a long time. Was like someone was going to pick up kind of where I left a void, and uh, there it is. Mm. Well, it's well, right, so a nice thing because they can work together, right? Like your milk rounds are—they've become the the industry standard for testing bar none yep and so it's a nice way to be able to join the two together for for guys that maybe aren't comfortable with one 100 one way or 100 the other way um it, it gives us a nice blend of all of it because like i'll, sh I'll shoot mine out of my milk round well yeah i blew up my nameless because of maybe yeah. doing something i shouldn't have imagine done, releasing but... something not milk rated dude i'm crying <laughs> right that's uh, a standard you created a standard by saying is it milk rated and if you say no you're like eh, okay i didn't i didn't want that to happen but the the one thing that is uh a little you know a little softer about those is if you say you loaded a blank with like six grains of bullseye and you shot it out of a milk, like it's going to be like, it's potent. It feels, you know, you, you can feel it. Uh, if you accidentally fuck up and you do one that's eight, you know, just two grains off, you know, it's going to fucking rock you really hard. <laughs> and with, with those burst disc style ones, if you go over a little bit, you're going to be just fine. Like, you could probably fill the thing up to the top and it, it's not going to like, you know, get catastrophic. But I mean, if you're not holding on for a super spicy milk, like you're going to fucking know that you didn't have a grip on it. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we got to the point when like just regular black powder rounds where it didn't matter once you got past like 30, 40 rounds, no matter how you loaded it, it's like put a fucking 200 grains black powder in that bitch. It's all going to be the same. So one, question i have a second ago you said that you didn't want this to happen and i wanted to know because there I, I feel like there's ambiguity there for me did you not intend for this to happen or do you not like that this has happened no i didn't intend i didn't okay. intend for it to turn into like a 
you know, uh, I don't know, a pissing match or whatever mm-hmm. um, of like, it has to be like milk rated. And like, I, I, I actually had to go through and make like a, I wouldn't say I made it. It, it was kind of all of us kind of brainstorming on it, but uh, a standards for testing just because yeah. they can go like when you load with like the milk stuff, you can go from being stuff that's nice and comfortable to like stuff that like, you know, I've seen break serious parts before um, mm-hmm. we had to make a standard and we had to, we actually had to make a piece of paperwork that said like, you have to do this in order to, you know, say, that you can shoot the high lows out of it. You know, this has to be done for you to claim it. Um, yeah. And I didn't really yeah, want to go that way. The, the early days of like the launchers was a lot of fun. Cause it was like, we were just doing fucking whatever, like loading shit into whatever, shooting whatever. It was, it was a lot of fun. And then it kind of, now, it now we kind of have to be a little bit more uh, structured with it because there's potential to have something that could Hurt someone? I I think the progress of a discipline from this like early innovation phase where people are just throwing shit at the wall and it's fun and zany to there's there start to be standards and someone has to sit there and decide what goes into the standard. I think you know it does lack some of the initial off the wall joy but i it is necessary to evolve yeah. as a discipline yeah i totally agree. well and, and and standards um so we've seen already this year we're into january and i, I think i can count a half a dozen new launchers that are in dev already mm-hmm. and 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 Thumping grind was what two years, two and a half years ago now. Twenty one, I think, July right? fourth, twenty twenty one. So right after GMM one. You went from one launcher that was in dev for a long time to six in a month that are in dev. And if you don't create some standard that they have to meet for safety. Um, and for consistent testing results, it is the wild, wild west. Like people will just do whatever the fuck yeah. they want and you won't have any metric to be able to compare their safety and their functionality. And that's, it's huge. And again, this is from a new guy. Like I've watched all of the progression of the thumping grind and Danny's balls, you know, all of those things go through. And I just decided uh, Atticus got me into it like three or four months ago. And then and it was one of those things, ah, I don't know, they don't interest me. And then once you get into it, like, holy shit, these are really fun. And like, I really, really love them, right? But it's it's nice for me when I came into it, the time I came into it, it was right at the very beginning of those standards being set. And yeah. I appreciate that. Like as a, as a new guy in it, I appreciate those standards and I appreciate what the milk, uh, that milk round has done for this sublet of gun cad i, I yeah. think it's super valuable and i think it's also awesome how humble you are that you didn't want this but good god son the, the genius and what you created and how it has become kind of the industry standard like kudos to you because it it is you've led the launcher community like in standards from since the beginning of the milk development 
Yeah. So now you're here. I mean, you are leading the standard in barrel development. Yeah, fun I mean, stuff. I, I definitely had help, like for sure. It it wasn't completely me on and on any of it. Even the barrel manufacturing, like uh, I had the idea for a long time, and even back shit back in the thumping grind days, I I handmade a uh, oh uh, a rifling button. And I was going to do it back then. It just never came to. And then I started this path and I, I've had others help me a lot along the way. Um, but it's, it's finally like, it's coming to light, you know, I'm getting it figured out and making my cool artwork. Um, and then I guess we'll, we'll circle back sure. to like the, the reloading thing. Like one of the, one of the big parts of, the the launcher stuff is the reloading part of it like i used to do a lot of you know long distance stuff and a lot of reloading like that and load development was like you know you're laying on the ground in the grass shooting a ten dollar bullet at a fucking target 500 yards away and then like <laughs> trying to figure out what the hell happened this is just kind of like the fun side of load development like hmm. put this powder in here see what it does Use this much powder. See what it does. If you have a powder that doesn't work, out, boys. Yeah, if this powder doesn't work, you know, try adding more. It is not advice. <laughs> like, <laughs> super glue it. Super glue it yeah. in there. Don't work. No, don't do that. Don't, this is no. not legal advice. Next weekend, then you're going. All right. So next weekend is reloading the milk rounds. You're going to demonstrate the process of reloading a milk round for us on YouTube. Because they don't strike us. If that's what you guys want to do, like I can. Uh, I mean, you can tell us the process, right? I mean, if you're going to go over 37, we can talk about it. We can try. I mean, is anybody opposed to him demonstrating or like having his setup on the table? Yeah. I mean, so, are you opposed to that before I volunteered you for it? I don't have like a dope camera like a, uh, OA does, but. Um, Whatever you're I using can- is appropriate. Yeah, I just use uh, no, well, all my stuff's here. Like, I got like thirty pounds of smokeless powder right here. Um, I just make my blanks, man. All it is is it's just about making blanks, figuring out the process, find what blanks work, find what blanks don't work. Um, if you look through the milk guides and stuff, you can see what powders I preferred, you know, and what showed what showed data, what didn't, you know, the stuff that didn't show performance, I didn't even list. And like I said, I got 30, I got 30 pounds of powder sitting right here on my side. Um, each so one I different. think something that's valuable for the whole community with the milk round as a, as a, as somebody that didn't understand it until, until you explained it to me at Midwest meetup. And then all of a sudden my light bulb went off. And I was like, all right, I get it. it. would be walking through what a milk round is. Even. Like we say it, we know it now. But until you explained it to me at Midwest Meetup, I was like, okay, I don't, I don't get it. It's a bolt. He's got some holes. Like yep. I didn't understand yep. it. And and you have a great way of of being able to detail what it is, what it does, what are the different components, and and you say blanks even um, for guys that are new wanting to get into launchers, they may not even know what that means. Um, yeah. So I think that's all valuable information to, to get out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, I'd be more than happy to like run through like how it works. I'll nerd out. I'm I'm like a reloading nerd, so um, I'd nerd out on it. Whatever. Uh, I can even give like equipment advice, and not like Gucci equipment advice either. Just like the stuff that works. Like, yep. Like um, gun cat equipment. We don't. We yeah, don't, the stuff not, that works. And then people who want the Gucci stuff, once they figure out the stuff that works, they'll go explore the Gucci stuff. Like, like a hand priming tool, like invaluable. I think they're like 50, 60 bucks cheap. Mm. And then like the Lyman scale, like this scale is like $25 and it, it's better than any hundred dollar scale I've used. Um, just, it has like a really, really fast refresh rate. So you're not like some, some of the more expensive ones, you'll be sitting there dropping grains into it and it's not doing anything. And then it jumps. This one's like super responsive and it's it's dirt cheap. It's like what you go to the gas station and buy hot dogs with. Um, you know, tons of advice on stuff like that if you guys want me to compile some crap like that. Hell yeah. We want to watch you sit on the bench and make milk rounds. I don't want to see your face. I want to watch your hands and I want to hear your voice. I want to hear this Bob Ross fucking milk loading. <laughs> okay. Um, I could tell you it's not going to be uh, super uh, extravagant because you can make them. You can make a blank and like I can knock them out real fast. Um, People are going to buy parts. Perfect. They're going to go. Well, where's the how-to video on YouTube? And this is going to be it. Yep. And then like OA has his. I I have the same setup that he does with the crimpers and stuff. And they <laughs> work. I loaded them right on a table at Winter Wasteland. Cause I didn't, I didn't have any when I got there. So I just sat down on the table and weighed some powder out and crimped them and gave them some whirls. Hell yeah. How was winter wasteland? Tell us about that. I didn't get to go cause my last child turned 18. So next year I can go. I have no more winter children Wasteland. turning 18. It was such a great time. Um, a lot of you guys know my wife. She was there. Obviously she had a spectacular time. Uh, the vibe was super chill. Uh, everyone got along really great. We had lots of great food, like lots of great laughs. The The weather was, uh, the weather just started getting bad the day we were leaving. So we kind of got lucky. Oh, God, and by, I mean, by I mean bad, I mean it got, you know, down towards zero. Um, when we were there, it was in the, in the low thirties. So, okay. I mean, if you can deal with the cold, it was nice, but. Any new faces? Anybody you hadn't met before at any of the previous meetups? Anybody I hadn't met before? Um, Nutabunga was there. Super chill. Okay. Uh, nice. Real Very cool. Was there. Very chill. Heard Johnny got six or seven inches taller. Yep. Johnny, he's a growing boy. Yep. He's like seven <laughs> foot four now. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, who else did I never meet before that was there? I don't even remember. It was all a blur. You know how it is at those things. When you leave, it's oh, like yeah. you have to try to recollect all those memories because it was just one big joyous occasion. Um, and that week after is like a Debbie Downer. You're like, oh, oh yeah. I miss my well, internet friends. Back to the real world is such <laughs> yeah. a bummer. <laughs> VH wife, I met her. She was there this time. Oh, um, Just cool. as based as you could imagine. Uh, she tattooed wife already. I feel like I have V8's wife tattooed Montana. No shit. Nice. Really? 
Yeah, she got that's pretty she got cool. Yeah, tattoos are the best tattoos. Yeah, yeah, she got a cross ends. Oh uh, no, she is. Yeah, dude, uh, that's cool. Yeah. I was. Okay, supposed do you to have cross ends? I do. It's <laughs> in my gooch. <laughs> you don't have to show anybody because we don't want the you know the feds to be able to identify. It's you I will. I it's will in the forget. intro. There's like a video forget. of me getting the tattoo in the intro. What do you mean? Okay, Danny the next comes up morning. to me and he's like, let's go. We're getting tattoos. And I'm like, okay, but where? And he's like, on our ankles. I was like, are you fucking serious? Yes. Cape's face the next morning and sitting in the kitchen at the at the church cold house. He's like, uh, I don't know how I'm going to explain <laughs> right this one. Right now, before It was classic. <laughs> <laughs> there was definitely a little while where I was like, oh no, what have I done? <laughs> I will never forget. We were trying to tell Cape to do it. I'm going to tell because you made fun of my eyebrows. So we were trying to get Cape to get a tattoo with us. And he's like, you know, he's a, it's his first one. He's never had a tattoo. And he says, okay, say do it, bitch. Tell me, do it, bitch. Say do it, pussy. <laughs> they just tell him that like three or four times. Like seven minutes, start to finish. <laughs> at, a, at this point in my GunCAD career, it is just, uh, it's just me doing enough in the chats to be relevant enough to make it to the next meetup. Like, yeah. That's it. It's just meetup to meetup at this point. It's like the stuff in between is happening, but I'm just, I'm waiting for the next hangout. Yeah. yeah I miss you guys. It's funny how the real world side of this internet phenomenon has turned into the really, really fun part, right? Like, mm -hmm. I, you know, I'll, I'll never forget being new in the community. I have a fucking clue what to expect. And then the first meetup that I went to, and you're like, oh, I don't know what. Michigan meetup was your first one, right? Right, right. Yeah, comes, you're brave. Foot out of the <laughs> Holy shit, what's going on? It's this fucking crazy. But yeah, I like remember that. like the first night when you were there and I was thinking to myself, he's a trooper. Look at all of these idiots here and look at the place <laughs> we're at. That's a good sport. <laughs> but it was a blast. Like it was fun. And then and then and then now you're like, yeah, I look forward to the next one and the next one. Yeah. 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 My advice to new gun catters is is never come to the meetups. They'll yeah. take all your time. Oh yeah, dude. I so historically every year I'm like looking at how much PTO I've spent, and I'm always like, yeah, I didn't spend that much. That's you know. And then since I have been going to the meetups, it's been like I spent all of it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Me and the wife literally keep our PTO for like the meetups and stuff yeah. like that. That's like, that's what we do now. That's like our thing. Um, Last meetup Cape called me and he's like pulling up. He's trying to get the, down this dirt road. We're deep in Amish country and I'm <laughs> with the boys. And there's like eight or nine of us walking around out in the woods with night vision. And Cape's like, I'm think I'm here. Come on. And I just take off running from all the guys with my nods on just running full sprint in the dark back. 
this fucking deer jumped out of the cornfield at me, and I was like like 10 feet in front of me. I tried to jump on him. He was a fast little fucker. <laughs> Good times had by oh, should we uh should we start wrapping up and go to Discord? Yeah, let's go to Discord. Yeah. Oh, yeah, last meetup was yeah, last meetup was the IV eighty eight shoot, wasn't it? That's right. Yeah. Oh, that's that's the high rollers meetup too. That's not yeah. just for any you gotta be special to go to that one. That was a pretty good time, man. That fucking opening volley. I I guess they claim they shot about three hundred thousand rounds that day, and it was about in about four hours. It sounded, even through ear protection, a little bit like an actual war. You know, like it was fucking crazy, insane. At the sound oh. of the bell, we're all gonna go ape shit. Go. Okay, I'm posting the Discord link. All right, this one I just created, so it should work. Oh, you know about Discord links, not like you on the server or something. You ain't a mod. It's <laughs> <That was> funny. <laughs> the other day, someone was I, I like told him he could post something in the the Discord, and he was like, "You're not a mod." <laughs> okay. He's <laughs> The best part was was the guy who like rejected Cape's permission because he didn't believe Cape. Yeah, he was being he was being a good boy. He was being very respectful of hey, yeah. you don't have the ability to give me permission for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And with that, we are ending. We will see you guys shortly on the Discord. Peace. Peace. Hell yeah, dude.